What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Bonus podcast. We don't even have time for intro music right now. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today. We'll get you in and out with some quick reaction to Melvin Gordon's impending return. I'm Adam Azer. What's up, Jamie? What a crazy night, huh? It's a crazy night. Look, we got uh, good news for some, bad news for others. It just depends on uh, what side of the Melvin Gordon, Oster, Austin Eckler scenario you're on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hopefully you have both. Now, like, he, I found out tonight that I, I went to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Jamie, and I bought raspberry jam instead of strawberry, and I thought that was going to be the craziest thing that happened all night. Would you believe that? That's crazy, buddy. You have Tough a wild, break. crazy life. Tough break. What? That's a terrible purchase. But uh, Melvin Gordon is back. So a guy that we were considering with the fifth overall pick, basically in any format, maybe even earlier. Who knows? What do you think? Is he is he that player when he comes back, which will not be week four, by the way? I don't think he'll be that player, but I think he'll still be very good. You know, He'll still be somebody that you're going to start. He'll still be somebody that, has the potential, I think, after a few weeks of getting his football legs under him, will have the chance to be a top 20 overall player. Maybe not top five, maybe not first round, but very, very good. And, you know, if you want to just basis of comparison, you, the narrative for the Cowboys coming into week three was full workload for Zeke. So it was three weeks till they felt comfortable with him being ready to go, being his you know, same type of guy. Now, they gave him more work in week two than they did in week three. Yeah, they did. So, that so they didn't really... <laughs> right, you know, they lied. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't really take it slow with Elliott, you know, outside of a one-game situation. But they also didn't have the luxury of the way Austin Eckler was playing on their own team, you know, a, a guy like that. So the Chargers have a little bit of a luxury to, uh, to sort of wait a little bit, although being one and two, most likely two and two after pummeling the Dolphins, as most people expect they will. Um, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll want to get him going for that division game against Denver, I'm sure, in week five. Yeah, how much does the schedule scare you, if at all? Because it's a shame we won't have Melvin Gordon for for this game. But you go ahead and you look at the schedule after Miami in week four. You're looking at Denver in week Not five, tough. Pittsburgh, week six. Uh, I feel like they've been pretty good against the run. Not so far. No, they were good against Sony Michelle. Week two, they lost to Seattle. They were good on a per carry basis against Chris Carson, I believe. And last week with San Francisco, they were not good. Uh, at they, are, they are in terms of fantasy points allowed to running back twenty nine. Yeah, twenty. Yes, uh, I, I look at at this point, I look more at yards per carry than fantasy points. But you know, if you have a bad you? Def- yards per carry, I've never known <laughs> that much. If you have a bad defense, you're going to give up points. You know, you're going to give up touchdowns and whatnot. At Tennessee, at Chicago, Green Bay, 
it gets easier. Oh, no, Jacksonville, Minnesota in the second. You know, overall, does it matter? Does it matter with Melvin Gordon? Why am I even asking this? He's Melvin freaking Gordon, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Denver game, you know, which is the first one that he'll be eligible to play. Uh, we'll see what Derek Wolf's status is. So, you know, that's a key player that their run defense is missing. I don't know what the status is of uh, Akeem Hicks, who left the Monday night game for the Bears. You know what, you know, he's going to be if he's hurt. I know it's a few weeks away, but, you know, you're seeing some teams that are dealing with injuries right now. So it, it's hard to fully judge what these are going to be a few weeks, you know, or even down the road. All right. So crunching some numbers, right? Looking at things. Let's just set the, the picture here. Melvin Gordon last year was the number six running back in non-PPR, number eight in PPR. He missed four games. He averaged five yards per carry. When he came back from his second injury, he missed the game midseason against Tennessee and London. When he came back from his second injury, he wasn't as good and he wasn't used as much. He didn't really seem fully healthy with the knee. His first nine games before that injury, though, he was on pace for 254 carries. That's only about 16 a game for him. Uh, 254 carries, 1,300 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns plus 75 catches, 800 yards, and seven receiving touchdowns. He, so, so I think what first question is, what is your expectation for the split with Gordon and Eckler? And then the second thing is we, you really have to look at the receiving totals. I think he can get those 16 carries a game. What about the receiving totals? What do you think, you know, on that front? Before we go there, I would say that if you are not in dire need of Melvin Gordon, you should try and trade him now because his value may be as high as it's going to be. I, I don't say that to be factual. I say that just from the standpoint of if they continue to use Eckler, maybe more so than they did when both were together prior to the holdout. And like you said, the numbers post-injury, I wonder if, you know, there's also the fear. Uh, our, our buddy, Dr. David Chow, when I talked to him about this in the offseason, he said that, between Zeke or Gordon, this was before Zeke came back, there's the risk of soft tissue injury because they haven't been practicing at the same level. And so if they rush Gordon back in there quicker than we think, there's that injury potential in this scenario. So if you can flip him now while people are excited that he's coming back and get something top 20 player in return, it might not be a bad idea to explore those options. Would you take but, Nick Chubb? Yes. We Even with Kareem Hunt? Coming back second half. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they both they both could be in timeshares. Right. Well, so what do you think the timeshare will be? I think probably total touches 60-40, carries 70-30. So that's the interesting thing is I, I posted this Twitter poll. And I, I, we'll talk more about it. We're only going to do 10 minutes tonight. We'll talk more about it tomorrow, obviously. Melvin Gordon is on his way back. Beginning with Gordon's first game of the season, is Austin Eckler still going to be worth starting? Yes, only if you're desperate, or nope. So far, 2,400 votes. Yes has 51%. Only if you're desperate has 34%. And nope has 15%. If it's anything like last year, the answer's nope. Uh, he was getting... That's, that's non-PPR. I would say, no. You know, it's kind of a myth. He had, in the games that Melvin Gordon was healthy, if you take out the Arizona game when Gordon got hurt, Eckler had 10 catches in that game. I did not have time to look when the catches came. But if you just take that game out, in the games that Gordon was healthy last year, he had 16 catches, Austin Eckler. He was so lucky. He scored some early touchdowns. He was getting— No Hunter Henry, though, and last year they had Antonio Gates. Keep that All right, up. all right, fine. But the Henry will be back. He was getting about eight touches, 10 touches. I looked at all his touches in every game with a healthy Melvin Gordon. 
To me, the answer would be no. He had 10, 14, 7, 10, 7, 7, 8 in the regular season. Those were his touches. Then 15 and 3 in two postseason games. I, I think it's a different scenario, though. Okay. Really All right. That's what I was saying. Based on last year, the answer is no. So when when people respond to this Twitter poll and 51% say, yes, Eckler's still going to be worth starting, I think they're expecting a bigger role than what he had last year, and it sounds like you might be as well. I don't think much bigger. Uh, you know, I was having the conversation with uh, with Chris Towers before this happened when the report came out uh, Wednesday morning that he asked me what do I think his workload is going to be, and I said probably the first couple of games till Gordon gets his feet under him, somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to 15 total touches for Eckler. So seven to eight you, carries. You mean, say pro- you mean when Gordon's back, not, not the Miami game? While Gordon is playing right. until he's back to game shape. Uh-huh. I think it's probably on a, on a high level, high end, 12 to 15 touches for Eckler. Then it goes down to 10 to 12, and then I think it eventually settles on 8 to 10. So when that happens, I don't know. But uh-huh. the way that I told Chris how I w- would kind of feel about Eckler is kind of the same way I feel about Chris Thompson right now. Interesting. In that PPR, you can start him. Non-PPR, at best a flex, but it's going to be matchup dependent. But that's that's the thing. Last year, Gordon was so valuable because, one, he's really good, but, two, he was a monster in the passing game. He had seven receiving touchdowns, and he was on pace for, like, 70 catches. So if you think that about Eckler, that he could be Chris Thompson, because what I'm telling you is that last year he definitely was not. He, he was not a pass catcher with Gordon. If you think he's going to be, then you should, then everybody should. You are. You know, saying top 20 player for Gordon, not top five. Everybody should be downgrading Gordon a little bit because he was on pace for 75 catches, 796 receiving yards, and seven receiving touchdowns. If that's not there, then yeah, you might be looking at a second round type of player instead of a first round player. And again, I'm I'm speculating. I I don't know what they're going to do. I I, I think it's, you know, from talking to, you know, I I know you got your water there, Pete Prisco, who um, spent some time with the Chargers. And, you know, this was during the Melvin Gordon holdout. And they were raving about Austin Eckler to him, you know, in private conversations, different guys. And so I think it's, you know, you looking at this receiving court, they're down Hunter Henry. You say he's coming back. We hope he's coming back. We don't know. Um, they're down Tyrell Williams. Travis Benjamin's banged up now. And so and Mike, Mike Williams has been playing through a, a knee injury. So I think from the standpoint of what makes the most sense for their team is to not necessarily take Austin Eckler off the field for significant stretches. So I think both guys could still have very good value. But yes, I think Melvin Gordon is closer to a top 20 player. He still should be the one working at the goal line. He still should be the yeah. one getting the ball between the, the tackles. You know, we'll find out if it's the, you know, what, what Ben Gretsch likes to talk about, the valuable touches. Is it going to be between the 20s or is it going to be in the passing game still and in the red zone? And so that's what remains to be seen. I, I think what we said in the preseason when we didn't know when Gordon was going to report was that if you take Eckler in the sixth round, He'll still have standalone value, and yes, the numbers necessarily from a touch standpoint weren't what you were ho- what you would hope for last year, at least what you're hoping for this year. But he also was extremely efficient, and I know Heath talks about this a lot. You know, he scored touchdowns on big plays, and he's an explosive player. And you know, maybe this helps him get back to that a little bit. Remember what he was in week one, and maybe starting to wear down a little bit because he's not used to all this work. Yeah, I I, I would trade him for any starter. You know, so I don't know what I'm you sorry, could, Eckler. Yeah, Eckler. I don't know what you could get for Eckler right now because. 
I, I'm not. I, you better trade him. You trade him right now because somebody would want him for the Miami game, I'd and say, then you just sort of play it out. The I'll rest tell of the you way. who I think would be a good one, I, and I feel like people would think this is too low for Eckler. So first of all, I try to get better than this, but I think Tevin Coleman. Like it, Tevin Coleman's owner I, I, needs asked me today, Eckler. I, I said David Montgomery. Right now. Oh, that's that to me. I would do in a second. In a second, but. If you can't get anything, if nobody's willing to give you like a, a good player for Eckler because they think he's going to be trash, the Tevin Coleman owner is desperate right now. He's hurt and on a bye. You got Eckler for week for week four. He could win you this week. I think once Gordon gets back, Tevin Coleman will be better than Eckler. What do you agree? Uh, potentially. It just depends on what Raheem Mostert's going to be getting in the way. So you so you don't think that's enough then? And you probably would want more. And I would want more too. But I feel like in you know, if you're playing no, I mean, savvy but, but managers, to, you won't your, get more. To your point, three weeks from now, Coleman should be better in theory. That's that's what I'm saying, yeah. By the way, Melvin Gordon was third on the team last year. He missed four games, and he was third on the team in red zone targets. Keenan Allen had 15, Mike Williams had 14, and, and Melvin Gordon had 13. So uh, in terms of targets inside the 10-yard line, he may have— no, he was one behind Mike Williams— that was a huge thing for Melvin Gordon, and we'll just have to see what happens. But you do make a good point about they do need Eckler more in the passing game this year than ever before. Um, we are going to wrap it up. Philip Rivers currently is on pace for 619 pass attempts. That would be his most in four seasons. It would be the second most of his career. Uh, last season, he threw 508 pass attempts, way down. Is Philip Rivers hurt by this? Is Keenan Allen hurt by this? I don't think so. Again, you know, with the receiving core in terms of Allen, you know, not having the complementary pieces that they had last year, it's a different different team. And I think they're using Allen a little bit of a different way, especially in the red zone, at least from what I can tell. Um, and Rivers, I think, you know, th- this is this is going to help him, you know, be a little bit more efficient. He's had two very good games, one poor one. And it was the one on the road. So we'll see. You know, he's he's not going to play poorly this week against Miami, but um it's another weapon you know and, and the offensive line i think is a little bit worse from what it was a year ago just some injuries that they're dealing with so i'm i'm i i think if rivers has been your starter you could still feel comfortable using him as the as the main guy jamie thank you very much we will discuss this more on the thursday show this is fun this was good this was a good exercise i had to do all this number crunching i feel good about it now Hopefully you all uh, feel a little bit better about it now. Go trade Austin Eckler. Go get someone better than Tevin Coleman if you can. I think you might be able to in some leagues. Let us know. All right, that's Jamie Eisenberg. I'm Adam Mazur. Go put pants on, please. I'm shorts on. It's fine, Uh, I swear. Debatable. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, drop Justin Jackson or wait a week? Wait a week. He can still be a flex this week if you need him. Oh, yeah. Tony Pollard just went for 100 and touchdown garbage time. Exactly. Okay, that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.